on the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. He'll make the grab. He's going in. Touchdown, Alabama. Live from Baumhauer's Victory Grill in Tuscaloosa, this is Hey Coach and the Nick Saban Show, presented by Alpha Insurance. For auto, home, and life insurance, call Alpha. Hey Coach is also brought to you by Ford. For great offers on F-150, see your local Ford dealer. Proud sponsor of the Crimson Tide, Golden Flake, the official potato chip of the Alabama Crimson Tide. Coca-Cola, share a Coke. Chick-fil-A, the Chick-fil-A restaurants in Alabama are proud partners of the Crimson Tide. Toyota, visit your local Toyota dealer today. Toyota, let's go places. And by Bud Light. This football season, keep it crisp with Bud Light. Now, this is Hey Coach. Here is your host, the voice of the Tide, Eli Gold. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to Bob Baumhauer's Victory Grill here in Tuscaloosa. Getting close to the start of the football season this weekend. And we have got so much to talk about tonight. Of course, Coach Saban will be with us in about 30 minutes from right now. But we're going to be opening the show in just a short while. Talking a little hoops, we've got Bama's basketball coach, Nate Oates, is going to be here. We'll get all the updates from him on what's going on with the the basketball team. Our special media guest tonight, Cecil Hurt, the sports editor of the Tuscaloosa News. And, of course, we want to hear from you. The Academy Sports and Outdoors hotline open for you to call in toll-free at 877-202-BAMA. That's 877-202-BAMA. As Hey Coach and the Nick Saban Show, presented by Alpha Insurance on the air. We've got lots going on here on campus. Volleyball playing out in Buffalo, New York. Their season underway. The soccer team is one up and one down. They're on the road. And you can stay up to date with everything that's going on at Crimson Tide Athletics by tuning into Tide TV this week. It's presented by Renaissance Bank. Check your local listings for the airtimes in your area. And don't forget that Tide TV this week is also available online and on demand at RollTide.com. Stay tuned. We've got lots more of Hey Coach and the Nick Saban Show coming up as we're live from Baumhauer's Victory Grill, the official watch party location of the Crimson Tide. Baumhauer's Victory Grill, legendary fun, legendary food. This is the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. The Cooper Discoverer AT3, our most trusted truck tire, is now better than ever and available in three new models. The 4S, the LT, and the XLT. They're designed for the reliability and durability to find adventure beyond the pavement. And we've backed these durable tires with a Cooper mileage warranty of up to 65,000 miles. Learn more about the reliable Discoverer AT3 family of tires at coopertire.com. Count on Cooper. Off-season for Bama fans? Yeah, right. We show our team spirit year-round. Now with a University of Alabama Visa check card from Regions, you can roll tide wherever you go. And with Regions Next Step tips and tools, you and your Visa check card can go further. Regions is the official bank of the SEC, and we know greatness is in the grind. To learn more, visit regions.com slash GoBama. Regions, member FDIC. Terms, conditions, and fees may apply. 
Hey, do any of you Bama fans work with commercial trucks? What do you do to keep them rolling? Well, I'd get Snyder Fleet Solutions on the job. Snyder provides tire and mechanical service for some of the biggest fleets in the country from 80 locations, including five right here in Alabama. If you haven't seen what Snyder can do, it's time. Whether you've got one truck or 200, check them out at SnyderFleet.com. At Alabama, it's all about hard work, commitment, and, of course, championships. At Golden Flake, we focus on the simple southern goodness of flavorful snacks and champion chips. So grab your favorite bag of Golden Flake snacks, because when you tailgate with Golden Flake, you're taking part in an Alabama football tradition. So pick up your favorite Golden Flake potato chips, pork skins, cheese puffs, or our great-for-dipping tortillas, and let the game begin. Golden Flake, the official chip of the Alabama Crimson Tide. In the military, you wear camouflage. But try this color, too. Crimson. It's the color of the University of Alabama. Military personnel, veterans, and their families can earn a college degree online from Alabama. Take courses and have access to tutors, career advisors, and libraries wherever you are. A degree from Alabama is respected wherever you go. Visit bamabydistance.ua.edu. That's bamabydistance.ua.edu. Welcome back to Baumhauer's Victory Grill. Glad you're with us on Hey Coach and the Nick Saban Show. And tonight's first guest joins us courtesy of Everwood Treated, uh, Treatment Company. Everwood is the official treated lumber of Alabama athletics. Everwood is wood treated right. He is a noted volleyball dad. Happens to also coach a little basketball. Nate Oates, good to see you. How you doing? Yeah, I'm good. Let's get to the important stuff. Your, your, your daughter is uh, playing volleyball right now, and I apologize for pulling you away from her match. How's she doing? They, they, uh, they just they, they won game one. They lost game two, 25-23. I thought they were down 24-19, and then she brought them back. She was serving, and they couldn't quite get it. So I don't know. Hopefully they win game three. Hopefully. It's got to be nice. I know you've been down here by yourself for a while. It's got to be nice having a family here. Yeah, huh? it's good. I was down here for three months by myself, and then they got down here at the beginning of July. And so it's, it's good to have them. They're in school. They're enjoying themselves. They're meeting friends, so it's good. Yeah, it is good. And your guys are, uh, are here. Everybody on campus ready to go? Yeah, we got everybody here. The only one we were missing in the summer was uh, James Rojas, and he had to take uh, a few summer school classes to get in to be eligible in the SEC. He's here now, so we got everybody. The only one not practicing is uh, Beetle. Yeah. His, his shoulder's still, you know, he's still a few weeks away from being able to go, but he is able to shoot now, so he's ahead of schedule. So everything's looking good. It looks like Beetle will be able to play the first game, so I think we'll, we, you know, as long as we stay injury-free here, through we should have everybody by the, uh, game one he's talented he, he's an exciting guy to watch he is i mean he's shooting three years at west virginia he's over 40 percent from three and he, yeah. he can really shoot it he's tough obviously you got to be tough to play for huggins so you know he gives us another ball handler to help out kyra so we i, I like the addition he's going to give us and he, he's he's a really good kid too you know he's, he's the only senior on the team mm -hmm. even though he hasn't been here so he's really taken that leadership role even though he's not on the floor practice and he's been great with our guys so tell me about Purcell Farms up in Sylacauga. You guys went for that uh, boot camp, and uh, it's, it's something that not every coach does. A, why did you do it, and, and B, how did it go? Yeah, so we, we did something similar at Buffalo. It was a little bit different. We had all rented, like, one big house there and all stayed. Now, now we went to Purcell Farms. It was a little bit, little bit nicer accommodation sure. there. But I, I thought it 
gives our guys a chance. You know, we were there for 48 hours. We got in there Sunday afternoon and went through Tuesday, uh, pretty much lunchtime. Gives our guys a chance to get away. We pretty much take their phones for the whole time. They got to interact with each other. We hired this time in Buffalo. We kind of did it ourselves. Here we hired a third party, former Navy SEAL that kind of does this type of stuff. So he kind of put your guys in uncomfortable situations they're not used to and they got to mm-hmm. kind of do some teamwork stuff where they're all, you know, a lot of it was in water. So they saw them don't like water. I, I just thought it, you know, and we did it with them, all the coaches. So then sure. I told them, I don't know what he's going to do. Like I'm in here just like you guys have no idea what this nut job is going to have us do. <laughs> like, so we, we, we suffered together a little bit and then we kind of got close. Our, uh, our player development guy, Arnie did some, kind of character, culture meetings that I thought were great. So I thought we got some good team chemistry out of it. We're visiting with Nate Oates, the head basketball coach here at the University of Alabama on the men's side. So was the idea to for team bonding or was it physical uh, exertion and pushing the guys to the edge of uncomfort, uh, of, of being uncomfortable? What was the ultimate goal as you set it out? It was more team chemistry, team bonding, but you, you got to put them through some physical to try to get them to break a little bit and then teach and they kind of do it together so the ultimate goal really wasn't the physical part of it we'll get them in shape here this fall and before the season but it was more bonding mental toughness that type of stuff i saw one of the things was a a three mile run and i know if i was out there they'd be timing me with a sundial so it's a good (laughs) thing i wasn't participating uh how grueling i mean you guys and you're pushing that uh that style, the, the run, 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 constantly going. How difficult was that for some of your guys? I think it was more difficult for the coaches. The, <laughs> the, 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 uh, at least the drill instructor, instructor G, we call them. He, he, the guys at the front, occasionally he made them all circle back and catch the guys in the back. <laughs> I tended to be more towards the back. But, Sorry. I mean, you know, it was good. I mean, they got us up at 5 a.m. every morning, and we got out. That was, I think, that run. Shoot, we started that run before the sun came up. So, uh, if you've ever been to the golf course there at Purcell Farms, they, they took us, I think it's, it's a hole five. Whatever hole's way up on the mountains, we ran all right. the way up to that hole. So there was some definite running uphills, which was a little more difficult. So it was good, though. We, we uh, you know, when you get done with the three-mile run, you feel good about yourself. So it was good. It was a good run. Has anybody ever done a, a, a test with a pedometer or otherwise of how much running is done in a so-called standard ball game by a, a player who plays many minutes? You know what? I'm sure we got it, and I don't know what it is. Clark, our trainer, we, we wear these catapult deals. Yes, I'm familiar with that. Yeah, yeah. and they, they can measure all that stuff there. I should, I should ask him. That's a good question. I guess you'd have to take a guy that plays 30-plus minutes yeah, and exactly. get a pretty good. Probably not as much as soccer, I'm guessing. But no. Those guys never stop. Maybe a little bit more than some linemen in football, though. I hear you. We're visiting with Nate Oates. And a quick reminder, folks, that uh, Sports Collectibles is your one-stop shop for authentic Crimson Tide memorabilia and collectibles, offering authentic autographed items, framed jerseys, and other great gift ideas. And all signed items come with a certificate of authenticity and a 100% money-back guarantee. So if you're interested, look for Sports Collectibles at Brian at any stadium this season or shop online at sportscollectibles.com. Well, I was going to say, too bad you couldn't find any decent opponents for your non-conference schedule. Goodness gracious, <laughs> you, you, you put out a, a non-conference schedule the other day that has uh, some of the best teams in America. Yeah, I think somebody said it was the third 
toughest in the country yeah. right now yeah. as far as uh, what's been released for the overall schedule. So, I mean, that's the goal. We're trying to schedule to make the NCAA tournament. You know, if you look at a team like NC State last year that actually won a lot of games, they just didn't play a tough enough schedule. They don't get in. They're on the bubble. So we want to make sure that's not us. We got If we do what we're supposed to do and win our share of those games, we should be in the NCAA tournament. That's the goal of the non-conference schedule. I think we accomplished it by what we did, provided that those teams perform like they're like we expect them to perform sure. and, we, and we do the same so but yeah the north carolina one's big kansas, uh, kansas state is big penn yeah. state is big yes that's on the road yeah at rhode island even even some you know we go up to huntsville and play belmont they're they're supposed to be at the top of their yep. league always and of course you got the game here in birmingham or over in birmingham the samford bulldogs at the uh, arena yeah and we we did that one to get an actual road game. So because Sanford's in Birmingham, right. it's for the net ratings, that's going to count as a road game. Okay. Even though we usually play in Birmingham, so that will be a road game for the net. So we're trying, we're hoping that's going to be a quad two game because mm -hmm. they're, supposed, they're supposed to be pretty good this year, Sanford is. So that was part of the reasoning behind playing them up there this year. We're going to come right back and continue with uh, Coach Nate Oates. Don't forget, at the top of the hour, Nick Saban joins us. And if you'd like to get on board with your calls and comments, phones are open right now at 877-202-BAMA. That is the Academy Sports and Outdoors Hotline. You're listening to Hey Coach and the Nick Saban Show on the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Adopt U.S. Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting. A teenager, learning the lingo. Hundo P. Hundo P. Adjective. Short for being 100% sure or certain. As in, if we get a puppy, I'll Hundo P. always walk it. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. Visit AdoptUSKids.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt US Kids, and the Ad Council. A ranger station. I'd like to report a bear hug. Okay. I put out my campfire and Smokey Bear hugged me. So you drowned the fire, you stirred it, drowned it again, and felt that it was cold? Uh-huh. Yeah, but he's just letting you know you did good. Bear hug from Smokey Bear. Status update. I'm going to let you go now. There are many ways to start a fire, but one sure way to put it out. Learn how you can do your part at SmokeyBear.com. Sponsored by the U.S. Forest Service Ad Council and your state forester. I'm probably okay to have one more drink before I drive home. I'm probably okay. I open the window to stay alert. Probably okay. I just popped some gum in my mouth. Step out of the car, please. I probably made a mistake. Probably okay isn't okay when it comes to drinking and driving. If you see a warning sign, stop and call a cab, a car, or a friend. Buzzed driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. When I grow up, I want to be a new pair of blue jeans. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer. I want to be a bike that races around the country. I want to be a bench on a forest trail. When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be. Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. Brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council. Welcome back, everybody. Hey, Coach and the Nick Saban Show, presented by Alpha Insurance. For auto, home, and life insurance, call Alpha. 
Hey, a quick tip of the hat for the Performers of the Week. It's an award we give out every week, presented by Cooper Tire. Visit coopertire.com to find your local Cooper Tire dealer. And tonight's honorees are the Alabama soccer team. They defeated Utah on Sunday afternoon by a 3-0 final score. Four members of the team, by the way, have been named to the 2019 SEC preseason list. Neely Martin, Chloe Mays, Taylor Morgan, who was on our show a few weeks ago, along with Neely Martin, and Casey Wirtz. They have all made that list, so we congratulate them. And that is the Cooper Tire Performance of the Week. Visit coopertire.com to find your local dealer. Count on Cooper, an American company, since 1914. We are here with Nate Oates, the basketball coach, just out there signing some round balls, huh? There, we got a few basketball fans in here. We're getting ready. What is the atmosphere like for basketball as you have found it here at Alabama versus what you had at Buffalo? Well, uh, there's a lot of people that are want to get at, get in, get after it, and really want us to succeed. So I think it's there. We just got to put a product on the floor they're proud of. I mean, they're right. a sports state down here without sure. having a professional team. You know, we see how well they support football, obviously, but also gymnastics. I mean, I. Exactly. Sure, they average more than 10,000 people in the stands for gymnastics. There's, there's sports crazed people in here, and there's a lot of basketball fans that want us to do well. You can be, you know, sometimes they try to use it against us in recruiting as a football school. Well, I don't know why it can't be more than one sure, sport. Sure, exactly. It should be a football and a basketball and gymnastics and softball and everything else. Everything else. Yeah, everything sure. else we're good at. We're good at a lot of sports here. Let's talk about your style of play. Uh, Nolan Richardson used to call it that 40 minutes of hell. That was the label he put on it. Uh, will it be that similar style? Is there more of a uh, regimented approach, though it, it, though it would be high speed? How would you compare what we'll see from your team to what maybe we saw from the Razorbacks of years ago? Yeah, it'll be different. We, we don't press the whole game. We actually just get back and guard you man-to-man. -man. Mm -hmm. And we will occasionally put full-court, you know, one-on-one -on -one ball pressure up there. But we're not running, trapping, and all that. I, I just, I don't believe in that for 40 minutes but we do play fast we try to run off our our defense our rebounding we were number one in the country in transition points per game at buffalo last year so you know we've been top five in the country in scoring each of the last two years so we're going to get up and down but we're not going to be full court pressing i i did that the, the luxury of being a high school coach for 11 years you could experiment, you experiment with yeah, yeah. a lot of stuff so yeah. we did that one year gave up way too many layups you open the floor against good guards i just i don't believe in it so Occasionally we'll do it, but we're more half-court defense, just tough, hard-nosed, grind it out, get a stop, and then we're out. Now on offense, we're going to score quick. We're going to give our guys freedom to shoot threes. When, as soon, you know, when they're open, we're not trying to pass the ball around for 20 seconds. To it's get not a, a European over. team, yeah. No, we're, we're going to come at you hard, and we're going to play hard, but it's not, it's not going to be uh, the 40 minutes of full-court pressing and stuff. We're visiting with Nate Oates. Our visit continues right after these messages. You're listening to Hey Coach and the Nick Saban Show on the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. We've invented a new messaging system using the crisp sounds of Bud Light. Crisp Code Football Edition. This is how you say game tonight. Bring Bud Light. Fantasy fees are due. That's it for today. Brewed with no corn syrup. Bud Light Crisp. Enjoy responsibly. Bud Light Beer, Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. 
Crimson Tide fans. Gear up for the season at Academy Sports and Outdoors. From jerseys and hats to grills and tents, Academy Sports and Outdoors has everything you need for game day for less. Visit any of the many convenient locations in Alabama or shop online at academy.com. That's academy.com. Academy Sports and Outdoors, official sponsor of the Alabama Crimson Tide. In the South, we're superstitious about our football game day routines. So if you have to have a Jack's Made from Scratch biscuit on the way to the game to help your team play better, then we want to keep that tradition going. Better yet, to assure victory, buy a dozen Jack's Biscuits starting at just $15. Mix and match until you get the combination just right. After all, football is better with Jack's. Order ahead at eataJacks.com and score big this football season. Jack's, all about the South. You love Alabama football, but if you want to live Bama, subscribe to BamaInsider.com for exclusive access to the Crimson Tide. Get recruiting insight from Andrew Bone, who has an incredible 93.5% success rate at predicting commitments. Exclusive videos, Saban's presser, and in-depth news and analysis every day. Sign up today and use the promo code ROLLTIDE for 30 days free. Become a Bama Insider. Join today at BamaInsider.com. The Walk of Champions, Denny Chimes, The Million Dollar Band. At Alabama, traditions run deep. Ford has a tradition too, building rugged, dependable trucks, including Ranger with Ford Copilot 360 technology. Available driver assist features that give you the confidence to navigate crowded roads. You know, like Tuscaloosa on game day. See your local Ford dealer, proud sponsor of Alabama football. Driver assist features are supplemental. Do not replace the driver's attention, judgment, and the need to control the vehicle. Hey, folks, you can keep up with everything Alabama with the new Alabama Roll Tide mobile app. It's presented by Bancorp South. It's available at the App Store and Google Play. You can download the Roll Tide mobile app now, and it is absolutely free. Hey, Coach, and the Nick Saban Show, presented by Alpha Insurance. For auto, home, and life insurance, call Alpha. Visiting with Nate Oates for another moment or so, head basketball coach for the men here at the university. One thing we've not talked about are the freshmen. Uh, and I, I do want to talk about uh, Forbes, Shackleford. How are these guys uh, getting uh, assimilating to the college game? You know what? I really like our freshmen. I think Shackleford's come ready to play in college as well as any freshman I've coached. I mean, okay. his body's ready. His dad kind of trained him, did a great job out in California. He can really make shots. He's tough. Forbes has an edge to him. He can shoot. Shackleford's a little bit more of a combo guard. Forbes is a little bit more of an off-guard shooter. Okay. And then Jawan Gary's got a lot of upside. He's active, long. I think, you know, he's kind of three, four. If we go undersized to four, he's more of a natural three. He's really working on his shooting, but he's, I mean, he's really athletic. He's had a couple really good practices here, or I guess skill instruction calm right now this week. I thought he's been good. And then Raymond Hawkins is still getting in shape, getting used to our pace of play, but he does have upside. He's long, he's athletic, he's pretty skilled for a big. So all four of them got a chance. Probably Shackelford and Forbes are probably the two most ready to contribute right away just for what we need. But I, I do sure. think those other guys will be able to help us some this year and then uh, definitely in the future. 
Well, listen, it's great to see you. We've had a chance to visit a couple of times, and uh, we're all excited now. Uh, we're closing in on basketball season before you know it. So we'll visit again, but thanks so much for spending time, and I hope your daughter's volleyball team won that uh, third set. Well, I, I, they did win the third. I find out for my wife they go best of five, so maybe I'll get out of here and go, go watch go ahead. five if it goes. There you go. Go give her a, a big yeah. uh, round of support. Coach, thank you so no, much. No, thank you. Appreciate Good to it. see you. Nate Oates, sure. head basketball coach here at the University of Alabama. Alabama. Great to have him along with us. Hey, Coach, brought to you by Sports Clip Haircuts. Download the app today and check in online. Sports Clips, it's good to be a guy. Cecil Hurt joins us next, then the coach at the top of the hour here on the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Are you ready for back to school? New backpack? Check. New clothes? Check. New glasses? Sweet. Shop the back-to-school event at My Eye Doctor. For kids' glasses starting at just $69, choose from the area's largest selection and save at My Eye Doctor. Doctors of optometry. And check. Eye care and eyewear are better together. Schedule an appointment today at myeyedr.com. Everwood Treatment Company is wood treated right. Everwood is the most technologically advanced pressure treated wood available. That means no rotting, no decay, no problems. Just wood treated right. Everwood is your treated wood source and the official pressure treated lumber of the Alabama Crimson Tide. If you're looking to add or replace decks, outdoor structures, or commercial jobs, choose Everwood for wood treated right. If you need it, we'll get it to you. To locate your local Everwood store, visit everwoodtreatment.com. Everwood Treatment, official lumber of the Alabama Crimson Tide. Tuscaloosa Royal Furniture is now open at 635 Skyland Boulevard. Come see why Royal is known for the lowest prices in furniture and mattresses and the most financing options to meet your needs, no matter your credit history. During Royal's grand opening, you'll get special discounts up to 50% off, plus 60 months interest-free with no minimum purchase. Or finance with Royal's easy in-house credit and get a free TV. Visit us on Skyland Boulevard off Highway 69 and enter to win Alabama football tickets during the grand opening sale at Royal Furniture. Roll with the tide at University Mall this football season. Spaces are still available for reserved RV parking for all the home games. Call 205-553-8414. Again, 205-553-8414. Or visit us online at university-mall.com for pricing and more information. Also, enjoy the convenience of the Tide Ride Shuttle, along with great indoor shopping and dining. At West Alabama's in-place to shop for over 30 years, University Mall. Back with you here at Baumhauer's Victory Grill. Hey, make your next tailgate legendary with a bottle of Baumhauer's legendary hot sauce and one of their convenient party-ready trays. Visit baumhauerscom slash tailgate for more information. Baumhauer's Victory Grill, legendary fun, legendary food. Joined now by the legendary sports editor of the Tuscaloosa News, Cecil Hurd is with us. It's amazing, another year, and we're doing it again, Cease. Good to see you. Good to see you, Eli. How are you today? I am well. Um, Storylines change, but, uh, you know, the coverage goes on. It's been uh, folks everywhere read the Tuscaloosa News, and uh, this is going to be an interesting game come Saturday in light of uh, injuries. You've you, you got a feel for Dylan Moses. You really do. Um, Dylan, for people who don't know his backstory, he's been in the, the limelight. He's been a high-profile recruit since the eighth grade. Right. Uh, he got offered by LSU in Alabama as an eighth grader. Yeah. 
And it would be so easy for somebody who'd gotten that much attention, um, you know, played in Baton Rouge and went and played at IMG Academy, uh, to have a big ego yeah. and, and to be worried about next level of, of football. And Dylan is not that way. He's anything but. He, he really is. is. He's a, a humble player, and you really hate to see hope. Hope the best for his recovery. Definitely. We'll talk more about him as we continue. Right now, though, let's pause 10 seconds for station identification. This is the Crimson Tide Sports Network. Coach Nick Saban joins us next here on the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. At Alabama, it's all about hard work, commitment, and, of course, championships. At Golden Flake, we focus on the simple southern goodness of flavorful snacks and champion chips. So grab your favorite bag of Golden Flake snacks, because when you tailgate with Golden Flake, you're taking part in an Alabama football tradition. So pick up your favorite Golden Flake potato chips, pork skins, cheese puffs, or our great-for-dipping tortillas, and let the game begin. Golden Flake, the official chip of the Alabama Crimson Tide. Do you ever say, I wonder why? Are you always curious? Then you are a natural student, and we say, learn on. The University of Alabama invites you to earn a degree through New College Lifetrack. Take courses around your schedule from wherever you are and structure those courses around things you want to learn. And you might even get college credit for life experience. You love to learn. Let a degree from Alabama be a symbol of that. For details, visit learnon.ua.edu. Whoa. The moment my son saw a redwood tree. It's huge! Is the moment I knew that for him. You can't even see the top of that thing! Even the sky has no limit. There are some moments only the forest can inspire. Find yours at discovertheforest.org. Learn about forests near you and discover cool things to do when you go. Your moment is out there. Find it at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Jill, why don't you tell the class what you did this weekend? Well, my dad and I went in search of some magical minnows and found a zillion of them in the stream from our lookout rock. Then my sister and I escaped from an evil slug king and went back to my super twig fort for safety. Then we told stories till it got dark and the Big Dipper led us all the way home. Where were you, Jill? We went to the forest. It's not that far away. Ask your parents to take you and your friends to the forest this week. It's closer than you think. Check out discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. The countdown is now down to two days. Just two days until Alabama's season opener in Atlanta against the Duke Blue Devils. What will the 2019 Crimson Tide look like? The returning players, the new faces, the new coaches, the surprise performances. What's in store for the new season? Those questions and much more take center stage on tonight's August 29th edition of the Nick Saban Show. Live from Baumhauer's Victory Grill in Tuscaloosa, this is the Nick Saban Show, presented by Alpha Insurance. For auto, home, and life insurance, call Alpha. Now, with head coach Nick Saban, here is your host, Eli Gold. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to Baumhauer's Victory Grill here in Tuscaloosa. The Nick Saban Show, presented by Alpha Insurance. 
For auto, home, and life insurance, call Alpha. Joined this evening by our special media guest. He is the editor, the sports editor of the Tuscaloosa News, Cecil Hurt. How many years now for you, Cecil, uh, covering Crimson Tide football? This will be, at the news, this will be my 36th season. Uh, no, I take that back. 37th season. Okay. Um, of course, I worked at the with Charlie Thornton at Sports Information sure. before that. So this is... Um, thank you for asking. It's 41. <laughs> You're welcome. No problem at all. You know, this is an exciting time of the year. It is everywhere. You know, everybody's sure. undefeated for the most part, with the exception of uh, the hurricanes at this point. Uh, and, and hope does spring eternal. But obviously for Alabama, there's going to be uh, pressure put on some youngsters this season because of injuries and the like. There will be. Um, there'll be some freshmen. That's happened before. Yes. Um, not necessarily because of injury, but just because uh, there have been a couple of instances where they just recruited really well. Mm -hmm. uh, the one I remember, the one that we've talked about a good bit, it was in um, 1983. Sure. When Coach Perkins replaced Coach Bryant and um, really had a good recruiting class. And, and it's comparable to this year in that they had two inside linebackers. Wayne Davis didn't start the first game, right? but became the starter. And um, the other guy, uh, Cornelius Bennett, he started the first game. Would have played both ways if sure. they could have gotten away with and it. And you know, you talk about young guys. Uh, I don't know how many people, we all at this date last year, we all respected the talent that Quinn and Williams had. I don't know mm -hmm. if anybody... Uh, last week of August, a year ago, expected he would blossom to be the number three pick in the NFL draft. Uh, maybe you did. I, I don't know if I saw that. So when you look and talk about young guys, you never know what they're going to become. You don't. Um, he had certainly had a good spring and a good camp, but it was really that Louisville game. Yeah. Uh, I remember flying back, and Cole Kubelik from the SEC Network was on our flight and um, had not watched the Alabama game yet. So he was asking some questions, and I said, you might want Williams. to jot this guy's name down. Quentin Williams. <laughs> no doubt about it. And, of course, great to see uh, how well he has done as Coach Nick Saban makes his way into uh, Baumhauer's to join us here on the first show of the season. As expected, a packed house here tonight. Folks standing all over, and the coach just uh, getting himself settled in and... Uh, getting himself uh, set and wired up. Coach, it seems like we, we just wrapped up last season and here we're doing it again. Nice to see you. <laughs> Good to see you guys. How's everybody doing out there? Uh, they're having a great time. They're having a great time. You know, we were, I, I hate to start on a downer, but we were just talking about uh, Dylan Moses and such a wonderful young man. As much as it impacts the team, you feel so much for Dylan here, just going down with an injury like this. It's awful. Well, I, I think when you have a circumstance like this, it's very unfortunate, first of all, for the player. And it's a real character check for, you know, him, what he's going to have to go through to try to get back to where he needs to be. Uh, it's also a character check for everybody on our team and everybody in our organization because you can't uh, – you, you, we want to support Dylan every way we can. Uh, we also want to support the players that have to take his place. Uh, so that uh, they have an opportunity to be successful. And uh, the players can't look at it like it's going to be something that's going to impact in a negative way what sure. 
we want to try to accomplish this year as a team. Now everybody might have to do a little bit more or we may have to change a little bit, but um, you can't replace a guy like Dylan Moses. And I think what people don't understand, when you lose a signal caller on defense, it's very similar to your quarterback. Sure. It makes all the calls, makes all the adjustments, lots of checks on lots of different formations. And how that confidence helps the other players, especially in the front seven, play. Uh, because they, they know those calls are going to be correct and they're going to be emphatic and uh, they're going to be made with confidence. So, and I think that's the thing that the younger players will be able to play football and run and tackle the guys just, you know, pretty well. Sure. That won't be the issue. It'll be the game administration part of it that's the, the most difficult thing to replace. Get the signal from the sideline, especially when teams go no huddle and fastball. You know, getting it communicated, making the right calls, making the right checks. So uh, that'll be the challenge for us and the young guys that we have. But you're absolutely right. Dylan Moses is one of the best people on our team. He is. One of the best players on our team. Yeah. Um, one of the best leaders on our team. Cease, jump on in. Um, this time last year I asked about the starting quarterback and didn't really get an answer. Um, <laughs> so I'm going so to try again. Um, this year's quarterbacks in camp in August, um, how's Tua been? How's Mac been? Well, Tua's done really well. I, I think that he has a good understanding of the offense. I think we, you know, people think because you have a new coordinator, you're going to do all new stuff on offense and change the terminology and all that. I think we've added some things that will help our offense, but I also think there's a lot of continuity that he really has a lot of confidence in and the players have a lot of confidence in. So, um, you know, he's had a great camp. He's healthy. Uh, he's in great shape. Um, and, you know, he's doing good. Mac, you know, I call Mac John McEnroe because he was a tennis player. You know, and, um, you know, he's got the same kind of disposition that John McEnroe had when he was playing, you know, throwing his racket and having a fit when things don't go the way they're supposed to. But he's really matured, you know, now and kind of understands that. Um, I kid him about it all the time. Uh, and he's become a much better leader. He's much more comfortable and confident in what he's doing. Uh, and he's really smart, so he understands the offense. And I think when he takes what the defense gives and plays within himself and doesn't try to force things, he's really, really a good, could be a good player for us. Interesting. Coach, you know, it's time for our first call of the night, which is brought to us by Alabama 811. Always contact 811 before you dig to know what's below. Call 811 or visit al811.com and at a university where tradition is so very special. What could we do except have Pee Wee as our first caller of the night tonight? Pee Wee in Grand Bay, welcome to the show, sir. Oh, thank you very much, Eli. Pee Wee, we missed you, man. But I'm going to tell you before you ever ask. We got bigger <laughs> problems than the offensive line. Yes, I know you're going to want to know, talk about all that. Hi, but we're, we're, we're good. We're good. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll take your word for that, Coach. No, go uh, ahead and ask whatever you want. I'm just kidding. No, nah, that's right. Actually, I, I did want to ask a different question, per se. If you would, would you explain some of the rules that were implemented in the offseason, especially like the blindside block and how that would be enforced? Well, I, I think, um, let's see, blindside block is a big one, but Really, the only thing that the rule says is that you can't just take a shot at a guy and launch at a guy from the blind side and de-cleat him 
that you can still block them. And the key to the drill is you got to lead with your hands. All right, so, you know, you're going to block the guy like you would block him if you were blocking as a stock blocking receiver, as an offensive lineman blocking somebody, not just take somebody out, all right, because this leads to lots of injuries and uh, it's a player safety issue. Uh, the two-man wedge rule uh, on the kickoff return, um, I think is going to be, they, they made it for the front line and the back line. So we had to change the way we double team in the front line. You can't have adjacent blockers. They, they can be adjacent, but they can't be shoulder to shoulder. So you can have one guy forward and one guy sideways. Uh, you can't have two adjacent guys in the back end block anybody. So you got to keep spacing back there. And it doesn't really affect what returns you run or how you run them. It does change some of the coaching techniques we've all used for years, but uh, I think what you're trying to eliminate is people blowing up the wedge. Uh, and they have, you know, sort of tried to tighten up some of the, the uh, um, personal fouls for hitting guys in the head and getting ejected and making sure that every one of those are reviewed and that they have all the elements of targeting that right. is necessary to be able to kick a guy out the game and make him sit out, you know, for another game. So, um, and I think those are the major ones. Those are the ones major ones, yeah. So those are probably the major ones. But, uh, and I, I think, I, I don't think they're going to have any negative impact on the game at all. I do think they're probably um, positives for player safety. And I, and I think that's important for everybody to understand. I mean, I, I know that everybody wants football to stay like football has always been. Uh, but I also think that, you know, when your game is under attack a little bit for, you know, some of the issues uh, that we, you know, sort of get the finger pointed at us relative to player safety, then I think, you know, whenever we have the opportunity to uh, pass rules that are going to help that issue, um, it's, it's a good thing to do. Definitely. So, Coach, again this season, we're asking folks to submit questions through the Nick Saban Show blog on AL.com. And Anthony in Slidell, Louisiana, wrote in. He said, hey, Coach, I know when you've faced Duke coach David Cutcliffe many times in your history. He's been at different universities. What stands out most about his team? What makes him a great coach? Thank you and Roll Tide. And David's a great, he is a great guy, too. No, there's no question about the fact that he's a, a very professional, good person, um, always has... A, a great program in terms of trying to help the players, you know, be successful. But as a coach, his teams are always very well coached. Mm -hmm. uh, and this team that we're playing is no different. They won eight games last year, uh, does a great job with the quarterback, has really good offensive concepts. The quarterback's going to get the ball out of his hand. He's not going to hold it uh, very long. And uh, they, they do a lot of things that are, uh, very difficult to defend and challenging. And they got a different kind of quarterback this year, but the one thing he's always been able to do is utilize what his quarterback can do very well. Uh, so they got a well, very well-conceived offense. And you know, there's not as big as some of the teams that we're going to play defensively, but they do a great job of stunting and moving and plugging backers and creating lots of problems in the run and pass game. And, uh, you know, they, they played Clemson really well for, you know, the first half last year. And, and they just got beat on some long balls because they got out, out personnel. So uh, this is a challenging game, and uh, only because uh, you know this team won eight games last year, and David's done a great job in terms of.
building confidence in the program and the players believe in what they can do. Of course, last year's quarterback now with the New York Giants, but Quentin Harris, he's played some last year. What have you seen of him on film? What kind of a quarterback is he? Well, he's really more of a dual threat kind of guy. Yeah, I mean, the guy that's with the Giants now was a really good athlete, but he's a great passer. And, mm -hmm. um, I, I, when this guy played, there was a little less. Everybody knows what empty is. There's no backs in the backfield, and you're spread out all over the field. They did that very effectively last year. Um, didn't do it as much when this guy played for whatever reasons, but a lot more quarterback runs when he plays. Uh, more, more sort of, if, for our fans, more like Jalen Hurts, you know, okay. kind of style of player. I'm not saying as good or as bad. I'm just saying style of player. Uh, and, um, you know, that's what we're going to face. So that makes it a little more difficult to prepare because we don't know for sure what you're going to see. Interesting. We're going to come right back. We've got lots more to go with uh, tonight's show and with the coach. Alabama football proudly supported by Alpha Insurance. Visit alphainsurance.com and find a local agent for auto, home, and life insurance. Call Alpha. When we come back, more with Cecil Hurt, more with Coach Saban, and more of your calls at 877-202-BAMA on the Academy Sports and Outdoors Hotline. You're listening to the Nick Saban Show on the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. At Alpha Insurance, our goal is to be your MVP, providing you with the most valuable protection. That means saving you money on home, car, and life insurance, and providing championship service from a helpful hometown team. Call Alpha for your insurance needs today, and let us show you why we consistently rank among the top insurance companies in the Southeast for customer satisfaction. You love Alabama football, but if you want to live Bama, subscribe to BamaInsider.com for exclusive access to the Crimson Tide. Get recruiting insight from Andrew Bone, who has an incredible 93.5% success rate at predicting commitments. Exclusive videos, Saban's presser, and in-depth news and analysis every day. Sign up today and use the promo code ROLLTIDE for 30 days free. Become a Bama Insider. Join today at BamaInsider.com. Here's a real tweet from a real Chick-fil-A guest. George writes, Who knew grilled chicken nuggets could taste this good? Well done, Chick-fil-A. Wow. George, you're making us blush. What can we say? Maybe it's the lemon or marinade or that backyard flavor we try so hard to get just right. It's like me grilling at home. It tastes very similar to that, except the seasoning. I, I probably can't season it as well as uh, Chick-fil-A does. Thanks, George. You're too kind. Try some grilled nuggets yourself at your local Chick-fil-A. Real Chick-fil-A guests paid for their testimonial. Best tailgate? It's gotta be burgers. And an ice cold Coke. Real football. Y pollo asado. Hoops and wings. It sucks. Nah, hot dog. No, Dodger dog. I'll drink to that. Pass me a Coke. It's gotta be crawfish. Mac and cheese. No. Seven layer dip. Ribs. No contest. Hummus. Um, what? You need a hot grill. And an ice cold Coke. Of course. Football and Coke. Come on. It's got to be Coke. Game day? Race day. Calls for Coke. You know it. It's tailgate 101. We are back. The Nick Saban Show, presented by Alpha Insurance for auto, home, and life insurance. Call Alpha. Eli Gold here. Cecil Hurt alongside as 
we get set to uh, begin another season of Crimson Tide football. The Duke Blue Devils, uh, the opposing team, come this weekend. Then it's the home opener a week later against the Aggies of New Mexico State. And, of course, radio coverage coming your way this weekend. 11.30 in the morning will be on the air. Kickoff 2.30 in the afternoon. All coming up on the Crimson Tide Sports Network. Cecil, what's been uh, one of the interesting subjects for you during the offseason? Something that you particularly uh, found intriguing and wrote about? Well, there have been a lot, obviously. Um, and Coach Saban had talked about um, not wasting a failure yeah. from, from the last game. And that's been a big topic, uh, was a big topic at SEC Media Days. So that's been one that, that people are obviously paying attention to and hoping that, that Alabama's in a position to correct that at the end of the year. So that's been, uh, you know, an ongoing storyline. Right. The coach joins us again. Coach, we were just talking about uh, what you've talked about and not wasting a, a failure. What's been the mental attitude of the players here in the uh, fall camp getting ready for the season on the heels of last year? Team has been good. I mean, we really have. I've been uh, really pleased with the way this team has worked, stayed together. Uh, we don't have a lot of guys. Um, I mean, we've had a couple guys that, you know, exited the program, whether it was their choice or our choice for them to do that, that were what I, call, what I call energy vampires. You spend all your time trying to manage them, and you can't spend any mm. time with the guys that are doing things right. But um, this team has been really good. But I think the question that um, you pose to them is, you know, why are we playing this game? What is the goal that we have in this game? And, you know, we started out the season said we really want to reestablish the identity of what Alabama football and the Bama way has been for us for, sure. you know, the last 10, 12 years. And I uh, thought we lost that a little bit last year. So the players have been really committed to it. Um, and I think the question you have to ask yourself, what's, what's your opinion of us when the game is over? You know, how, do you respect how you played relative to the standard, you know, individually and collectively as a group? And uh, I think that's it's not really about who we're playing as much as it is about what we do and how we do it. And uh, even though we have a lot of respect for Duke, but I'm interested to see how our guys respond. You know, I, I watch, you know, football on TV sometimes. And, you know, there's a lot of things that I see that um, self-indulgent behavior, players bringing attention to themselves, lack of discipline. You know, when you when you don't have respect for discipline, you know, a lot of bad things happen. You know, you get a lot of penalties, uh, you get a lot of late hits, you get a lot of bad decisions. Um, don't, don't really play smart in critical situations. And, you know, that's never been the trademark of our team. So that's certainly something that, you know, we, we want to try to reestablish, you know, with our players. And, you know, we've always had a rule where, you know, players don't talk to the opposing team. I tell our players, you know, if you want to talk shit to the other team, join a goddamn debate team. I mean, <laughs> I mean, excuse my language, but I'm really sorry for, you know, using the Lord's name in vain, but I just really get hot about what I see in sports that we promote in the media and in every other way that really is not a good thing. That's not what we're trying to accomplish and what we do. So, anyway. Cecil, your turn. Perfect timing. Yes. Um, <laughs> just as a, a follow-up to that, um, I got up this morning and listened to you on Dan Patrick's radio show, and um, you made a 
general comment about the importance of upperclassmen, of key players doing things the right way. I think he asked you about Tua parking in your parking place or something off the wall, but you had a, a pretty um, interesting statement, and I just wondered if you could, could review that a little bit. Well, what was it? Because I can't remember. I've had uh, a lot of conversations <laughs> since 7 o'clock this morning. Um, you, you just talked about how you know, it sometimes something may not appear to be that big a deal, but it's other players on the team are watching what the key players do. Well, and, and I think, you know, that's the message that, you know, we send to players is, now a lot of times players think because they're really good players, right, that they should be entitled to do things differently than the rest of the players. And that, that there should be no consequence for their feeling of entitlement, right, because they think they're good players. But it's just the contrary of that. I mean, it's exactly the opposite. And, you know, I tell the players, I said, look, you guys don't do what you're supposed to do. All right, the whole team is watching. All right, so if I don't follow through with the discipline that you're supposed to get for what you did or didn't do, then everybody's going to say, well, I don't have to come in on the right time for curfew, or I don't have to do this, or I don't have to do that, because you didn't do anything or you didn't follow through with the good players. I said that we have players that are freshmen that mess up. I, I, I really have a lot more patience with them. Uh, and, and, but when we have older guys that know what they're supposed to do and they don't do it the right way, everybody on the team is watching how that gets handled. All right, so it's important that you, know, you stick to your guns and you make sure that if you have to set an example, you set an example. And that's, that's how it has to be. And really, the ultimate example, and I don't care what you make guys do, they can do community service, they can do whatever they want. But when you take playing time away from them, that changes their behavior, all right? Because everybody wants to play. And discipline is not punishment, all right? Discipline is changing someone's behavior to get them to do the right thing. And if you're going to do that, you've got to take something significant away from them to get them to do it. Uh, so and that's what everybody... Yep. And you've got what that's, they want, playing that's, time. That's, all, that's what they all want. They all want to play. Exactly. Coach, to your right, we have a visitor here at Baumhauer's with a question. Good evening, ma'am. Hi. Hi. Hi, Coach. My Hi. question is sort of a follow-up on what you talked about, about being intentional about teaching what it means to play Alabama football. So how does the staff sort of instill that into players who may not be familiar with Alabama? Well, you know, I think that everybody has to understand their role and everybody has to understand the principles and values of the organization which are very very clearly defined in terms of what the expectation is of a player you know to be a part of our program and a part of our team uh, so it starts really with that i think if you're going to have a team everybody has to buy into those things but you have to clearly define what those things are so this is the expectation we have for everybody as an individual uh, because it, And everybody has to do it because it's the only way that they respect each other and that's the only way you can build any trust in your organization. And you want to do it in a positive way, not a negative way. But, you know, everybody's got to be responsible for their own self-determination. Once you determine what those things are, right, then everybody's got to be responsible to do it. And, you know, that takes that same word keeps coming up all the time. That takes a certain amount of discipline. It takes a certain amount of accountability. And it takes a certain amount of team togetherness, which comes back to the words respect and trust for each other. So, and if you're only gonna, ever going to have any resiliency on your team, if you're ever going to have a team that can overcome adversity and respond the right way when things aren't going right, 
that's how it's got to be. Uh, or, I mean, it's easy to be a front runner. It's easy for, you know, to go out there and play well when everything's going well for you. Um, you know, sometimes I say to the players, how are you doing today? They say, oh, I'm doing great, coach. And I say, I don't care. And they look at me like, what's up with you? And I said, I'm interested in what are you going to do when you don't feel good? T tell me how you're going to respond when things aren't going your way. Tell me how you're going to respond when you don't feel like practicing. You feel good. I mean, everybody can do that. But sometimes it's not going to be that way. Sometimes things aren't going to go the way you want them to go. Uh, and how are you going to respond to that? And if you can't overcome adversity, you can't be a great competitor. So you can't just be a front runner and do go, you know, when things are going well, you got to be able to respond to adversity and do the right things in difficult times. And so all those things are lessons that we're teaching all the time. You know, we had some great speakers this year. And, you know, when we have fall camp, we have like 16 days, I think, you know, before school starts where we have a speaker every night. I mean, we had Mike Tyson, we had Stephen A. Smith. I mean, we had some really, really good speakers. And every one of them have a message that has something to do with character building. Almost every one of them has something to do with choices and decisions that you make and how they impact your future. And you know, what's amazing to me is we seem to have a lot of young people now who don't think there should be consequences for their choices and decisions, even when they make the wrong ones. But there are, there always will be, and they're gonna have to learn the hard way. And I hate it when we have to do something to our players, I hate it you know, I mean, I'm sure everybody out there hates it to do it when they have to do something to their own children. You know, you love them. I love our players. But sometimes, you know, you have to make them doing what's right is more important than making them happy. Ma'am, thank you for joining us here tonight. We appreciate it. Time for our second caller of the night uh, on the Academy Sports and Outdoors Hotline. Trent is down in Destin, Florida. Hey, Trent, welcome in. Hey, how's it going, Coach? Good, Trent. How are you? Hey, I'm real good. Hey, uh, I, with the freshman linebackers I got starting this week, um, how do you prepare for the possibility of Duke going fast and throwing some, you know, different motions and stuff at them that they may not be used to? Well, you know, we can simulate – those things as best we can in practice and try to expose these players to these things the best we can. And, you know, I will say this for these two guys. All right, they're both bright guys, and it really means something to both of them. So they really, really study hard. They really try hard. But they do not have, and there's no way that we can give them the experience and the knowledge that comes with that experience of playing in games and have to make adjustments to things that you haven't practiced before. And almost every game that we play, we always see something that we've never seen before. So if a team thinks they can beat you, they just beat you with the same old stuff. But if they have a thought that they might have to do something different to beat you, then you usually see something that you haven't practiced. And that's going to be more difficult for young players to be able to adapt to those things in the game than it is to players that have played a lot and started and had, you know, uh, a lot of experience having to make adjustments and adaptations, you know, systematically during a game. So 
those two things are going to be difficult, and they're only going to come with, you know, as the players play. Um, you know, the first day, you know, we were out there without Dylan in practice. You know, there was a lot more mental errors because uh, the communication wasn't as good as what people were used to it being. Uh, and it improved a lot today. And it's going to be the same way when it goes to the games. We're going to have some mistakes because these guys are new. All right, but then the next game they're going to do better, and they'll do better as they gain knowledge and experience. So, um, you know, we, we, we're confident that they can get it, but you can't inject experience. They, they have to get it by playing. The athleticism of guys like uh, Christian Harris, Shane Lee, Mark Hale, Benton, maybe names that the fans don't know that much about. Uh, how athletic are these gentlemen? What are their strengths? Well, they're all pretty good athletes. Christian Harris, you know, was going to start, uh, and he's been run running with the starting team. Right. It was a little easier with him when he was playing with another guy inside that had knowledge and experience, could make all the calls, and therefore he could just, you know, sort of co-sign it and react to it and all that. So uh, now Shane Lee, who is Mike linebacker, is, you know, a good player, smart, uh, athletic, um, little more of a thumper than some of these other guys in okay. terms of just, you know, space play and running on, on the edges. But we feel like, you know, he can develop into a really good player for us. Um, you know, Markel Benton is a really, really good athlete. So w it's not going to be a matter of athletic ability. It's going to be, can you play winning football at your position? You know, the key to playing inside linebackers, you got to be able to key and diagnose and, and be able to fit the right gaps. And when you see balls spit out, you know, we don't have any defenses where we don't have somebody in every gap. Sure. Right? So when you see balls spit out, it's usually a misfit. Either a DB didn't fit where he was supposed to or a linebacker didn't fit where he was supposed to. And it comes to play recognition. You know, there's a lot of one-key positions in football. You know, play outside backer, you got to key one guy. You play defensive end, you got to key one guy. That's the guy that lines up right in front of you. Play nose guard, you got to keep one guy. That's the guy that's right in front of you. Really, inside the linebacker, you got to see the whole picture, and you got to react to pullers and counters. And you know, there's some crazy plays, you know, now in college football where sure. you know we get broom sweep this way, which means they're blocking the sweep opposite, hand the ball off if you don't play it right, and if you do play it right, they run it the other way with the quarterback. You know, they run counter one way. All right, you got to close it and play it that way. But if you don't do it right, the quarterback just keeps the ball, runs it the other way. All right, so it's, it's actually, you know, a more complicated sort of game now than I think it's ever been in the past. And, you know, before we break away, we talked about Dylan Moses. I, I didn't mean to not mention Josh McMillan. Here's another guy who uh, I know was looking forward to an outstanding year, the fifth-year senior, and, uh, and he has the injury. Uh, you, you, again, I, we come back to the common denominator. You feel so badly for the kid involved. Well, and Josh is as fine a person yep. as you're ever going to find in the world, too. I mean, you know, this guy's an engineering student. I mean, he grinds so hard, all right, to make it in engineering. Um, and he's done it for five years now. He's worked so hard as a football player to get to his fifth year where he has an opportunity to play. And, you know, that's so unusual now because most of the times if guy, things aren't going right for guys, they – cut and run yeah. you know I'm going to go someplace else where I can play or whatever and you know he was a team guy and he was always for the team and um, man you just hate to see you hate to see anybody get hurt but it seems like two of the best people on our team 
you know, got hurt so far this year. Exactly. So, Coach, I know you like to go out and visit with the fans, so why don't you do that while we take care of a little business? We're live here at Baumhauer's Victory Grill, the first show of the year with Coach Nick Saban, and we continue with more in a moment here on the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Jan, these Toyota National Clearance event deals. Like on the 2019 Camry. Yeah, they're like a cheetah on rollerblades strapped to a rocket. What? Barely detectable to the human eye. Oh, so you're saying the deals are going fast. Yeah, the deals are going fast. Lease a new 2019 Toyota RAV4 LE for $219 a month for 36 months. Offer valid through September 3rd, 2019. Well-qualified lessees with approved credit through Southeast Toyota Finance. 3518 due at signing. No security deposit. With select equipment. $350 disposition fee excludes tax, tag, registration, title, and dealer fees. See dealer for details. So, any homeowners in the audience? Yeah? Okay, all right, get this. The other day, my wife and I went shopping for a new home. You know, a place for the kids to, I don't know, grow up. And we didn't even bother to get pre-qualified. If you shop for a home without getting pre-qualified, people might just assume it's a big joke. Fortunately, Trustmark can get you pre-qualified for just the right amount and help you close on your dream home when you find it. Connect with a loan officer at trustmark.com mortgage. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. A pre-qualification is not a commitment to lend. At Window World of Alabama, their motto is the same as it was when they began in 1995. Provide superior products installed by professional craftsmen at guaranteed low prices. It's no wonder that Window World has grown to become America's largest window replacement company. They take pride not only in the quality of their products, but in the service and care they give you from the start of the job to its completion and beyond. Call Window World of Alabama for your free in-home estimate at 205-916-2189 or visit windowworldalabama.com. Window World, simply the best for less. Coors Light presents A Word from Kirk Herbstreet. It's Saturday morning, and that means it's time for college football. It means your fridge is filled with Coors Light. It means last night's pizza is this morning's breakfast. And washing it down with your first Coors Light of the day is worthy of an ah. It's Saturday morning, and it means showers are optional. Make Saturday mornings even more chill with a fridge full of Coors Light, official partner of the Crimson Tide Sports Network. 2019 Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Celebrate responsibly. Welcome back, everybody. Hey, you can join us live here at Baumhauer's each week. And while you're here, you got a chance to win the Alumni Hall Item of the Week. Each week, we'll be featuring a different officially licensed Crimson Tide gift, courtesy of Alumni Hall. Shop Alumni Hall for all of your Bama gear. At Alumni Hall, the selection is unbeatable. You can shop Tuscaloosa, Birmingham, or Huntsville locations, and of course, online as well at alumnihall.com, giving away a great Crimson uh, football jersey here tonight, and they have just drawn for the winning name, Damarian Scott is the winner of the jersey here at the restaurant this evening. So congratulations to Damarian Scott, winner of the jersey from Alumni Hall. Cecil Hurt from the Tuscaloosa News, their sports editor, you're up, sir. Coach, one area that we don't get to see very much during the media viewing is the uh, kicking. And I know you've mentioned Will Reichert, who's also a freshman, who is um, that you mentioned that he's done well. Um, was just curious if he would be handling the, the place kicking on Saturday and what kind of expectations should people have for a freshman kicker with a lot of pressure on it? Well, Will's a very talented guy, and he's done extremely well in um, fall camp uh, and you know we think that 
he can do a good job, but like any other guy, he's got the talent and ability to do it, but you know, what's he going to do in the game? Um, and so we're confident in him. Uh, he gets the ball up quickly. He's got a really strong leg. His accuracy in scrimmages and practice has been, you know, very good. So um, you know, he's also a very good punter. Mm -hmm. um, it would help our – and Skyler um, – has really improved a lot in his punting. Um, and those two guys are probably pretty close as to who would do that. We haven't had a guy for a long time that actually punted, kicked off, and kicked field goals. Mm -hmm. And the issue is not having the talent to do all those things, but how do you manage a guy through the season um, where he doesn't kick himself out because he's doing so many different things. And so, but we're going to try probably both punters in the game, see how Will does in the kicking aspects of it. You know, Joe is still on our team, and we have a lot of confidence in Joe. But um, in the competition, you know, um, Will has done a little better. One of the numbers I saw on the chart uh, when I started doing my prep work, Reichard had 188 kickoffs in high school. 186 of them went for touchbacks. Uh, that, that's uh, obviously a testimony to uh, his leg. Yeah, well, I think they kick up five yards further they do. than what we do. Yeah. So, and, and he does have the capability of kicking, you know, the touchbacks. Um, and, you know, hopefully the way we cover kicks on kickoffs, and I don't want to bore anybody and be too technical here, but ball placement is really important. So we direction kick, and all of our coverage patterns are geared toward those directions right. relative to the other team's kickoff return. So... Uh, we love to have touchbacks, so that means we don't have to cover. Uh, but when our cover teams have really been good, we get them inside the 20 a lot, and that's even better if we get the ball put in the right place. And, gotcha. you know, we can squeeze the field. So, and I think Will does a pretty good job of that as well. On the phone, we have Troy in Alabaster. Troy, welcome into the Nick Saban Show. Good evening, Coach. How are you doing this evening? Good, Troy. How are you? I'm good, Coach. Uh, first of all, I just want to send uh, well wishes to uh, Dylan. Yes, Dylan, uh, we definitely. We appreciate that, and I'm sure Dylan and his family does as well. And, uh, but, Coach, we hear a lot about the RPO. Uh, I got two questions. Uh, we hear a lot about the RPO going into uh, college football. First off, just want you to uh, explain that a little bit. And what does Duke bring offensively that we will see on Saturday night? I know you went uh, in depth a little bit, but uh, just to explain it a little bit in depth. Let's talk first about the, thanks for your call about the run pass options, first of all. Right. Uh, do you like it? What's it all about? How do you decide what to do? I think he was looking for a little football 101 there. Oh, you're talking about RPOs? Yeah. I used to hate RPOs <laughs> until we started doing it. <laughs> now I like them a little better. But, uh, you know, an RPO is a run-pass option. And basically, um, you know, they probably started about seven or eight years ago. Uh, Gus was one of the innovators of that at Auburn when he was the offensive coordinator. In fact, when they tied the game up, when we lost on the kick six down there, that was an RPO where the guy was almost across the line of scrimmage and, you know, guys were downfield. And... In those days, I think it was really tough to officiate 
whether a guy was illegally downfield or not. I don't think RPOs existed in the past because it used to be you could only go downfield one yard or a yard and a half on a pass play, which is still the rule in the NFL, to throw a pass. Yeah. But when they changed the rule in college to three or three and a half yards, then it allowed people to actually block a running play. And the quarterback has the option to seed the ball and read a key and decide whether he's going to throw a pass, whether it's a slant, an out. Uh, we, we have names for all these things, punk, popsicle, all these different things. All right, so, and he reads one guy. And if that guy's in the box, he throws the RPO. If the guy is out of the box, he hands the ball off and, you know, we have an opportunity to block everybody. So it's a play-action pass, but when we all played football, most of the people that I'm probably talking to now, a play-action pass was a called pass. All right, so we tried to make it look like a run, but it was really a pass. All right, these things are runs that become passes. Mm -hmm. And you do it off of zone plays, you can do it off of power plays, you can do it off of you know, various you know, types of plays. Um, what we try to do is we don't like the guy, let the guy run free at the quarterback when we're throwing him. Uh, some people do that, and if you start mess charging the quarterback, you, know, you can really drill the guy. So we don't want our quarterback to get hit on him. So, uh, but that's what an RPO is. It's a run-pass option. It's actually a running play that is called a running play right, with a pass pattern added to it that the quarterback is going to seed the ball and read one thing and decide whether he throws it or hands it off. His second question was a little bit more about the Duke Blue Devils. We had touched on it earlier, but, you know, Britton Brown, Deion Jackson, they're veteran running backs. The wide receivers are good, though they have caught very few passes. Uh, a general overview of that Duke offense. Right. Well, um, very well-conceived offense, as I mentioned before, but the running back is a very good player, and he's a, a dual-threat kind of guy. He's a very, very good receiver. Uh, they use him a lot in empty. They get him the ball a lot in empty. Um, he's also a very good runner. Their offensive line is very efficient and effective in terms of what they do and how they execute their offense because um, they get the ball in the perimeter a lot if they can, and they're going to force us to defend the perimeter. Uh, they do throw RPOs at times. Uh, so, you know, this is a typical sort of spread offense that really has really good drop-back elements to it in terms of what the quarterback can do. And that running back the coach is talking about, Deion Jackson, uh, ran for nearly 900 yards last year and caught 26 passes out of the backfield. We're going to break away. We'll come right back more with Coach Nick Saban, more of your phone calls as we are live here at Baumhauer's Victory Grill on the Nick Saban Show. This is the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Adopt U.S. Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting A Teenager Learning the Lingo Hundo P. Hundo P. Adjective. Short for being 100% sure or certain. As in, if we get a puppy, I'll Hundo P. always walk it. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. Visit AdoptUSKids.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council. A ranger station. I'd like to report a bear hug. Okay. I put out my campfire and Smokey Bear hugged me. So you drowned the fire, you stirred it, drowned it again, and felt that it was cold? Uh-huh. 
Yeah, he's just letting you know you did good. Bear hug from Smokey Bear. Status update. I'm gonna let you go now. There are many ways to start a fire, but one sure way to put it out. Learn how you can do your part at SmokeyBear.com. Sponsored by the U.S. Forest Service Ad Council and your state forester. I'm probably okay to have one more drink before I drive home. I'm probably okay. I open the window to stay alert. Probably okay. I just popped some gum in my mouth. Step out of the car, please. I probably made a mistake. Probably okay isn't okay when it comes to drinking and driving. If you see a warning sign, stop and call a cab, a car, or a friend. Buzzed driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. When I grow up, I want to be a new pair of blue jeans. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer. I want to be a bike that races around the country. I want to be a bench on a forest trail. When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be. Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. Brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council. We are back at Baumhauer's Victory Grill here in Tuscaloosa, our season opening Nick Saban show, and we hope you're enjoying the program. Our, of course, we'll be together with you on uh, Saturday, our coverage starting at 1130 in the morning from Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta. Monday, I'll be hosting uh, the uh, Crimson Tide Rewind. Myself and Corey Reamer, I'll be in for Chris Stewart, still recovering from his medical procedures. And uh, Corey Reamer and I will bring a Crimson Tide Rewind Monday evening at 6 from the Baumhauer's location in Hoover. We've got Coach Saban with us, and our next question is from the Nick Saban Show blog on AL.com. Crowbar down in Dothan says, hey, coach, when do you really get a sense of the identity of your team? Is it following fall preseason camp or does it take a few games into the season for the team identity and the leaders to truly emerge? Well, I, I think you get a, a bit of an idea of what kind of character you have on your team, what kind of competitive character they have, what kind of leadership you have sort of early on. Right? But I think Every team has to show that they have resilience, resiliency to sort of persevere the season. Uh, I think that, you know, as the season goes along, can players stay and keep things in perspective? You know, you need to have confidence in what you're doing and you need to have confidence in each other, but too much confidence kind of breeds uh, complacency and that breeds a late sort of a blatant disregard for doing what's right. You know, not enough confidence uh, makes guys anxious and risk-aversive and not willing to do things maybe the way they're supposed to because they're afraid it's not going to work or whatever. All right, so there's a balance in there that every team has to have this resiliency to be able to sustain those things regardless of what happens during the course of the season. And that's something you don't know until you go through it. You know, I kind of felt like our team last year was pretty good in the beginning, but you know, it just seemed like as the season went on, you know, after the LSU game, you know, we lost a little spunk some kind of way. And, you know, I take responsibility for that, but it just was something wasn't the same. And so you really can't predict it. And I don't know that you can see it coming all the time, 
Uh, you try to manage, you know, every game one game at a time and get sure. everybody to stay focused. But um, sometimes it's the personality of the cast of characters and how they affect the people long term. Coach, we're to that time of the show where we ask you for your final word. And again this season, your final word presented by Mercedes-Benz. Mercedes-Benz, the best or nothing. Well, I, I think the goal this year for, for me at least, and I hope everybody else understands this, is you know, I, I really want our players to get back to playing their best. You know, sometimes you can come in first and not be your best, and sometimes you come in second and you are your best. Uh, I don't know which one of those is actually better. I think from a character standpoint and from a player standpoint, it's better to be your best, even if you don't come in first. Uh, you learn, you know, the things that are going to help you be more successful in life. Uh, you do things the right way. You represent, you know, yourself, your family, the University of Alabama, our program, our fans, all the traditions of the school in a very positive way. And I think that you know, sometimes expectations can make you look, lose sight of all those things. And I think those things are still important in the program. I hope our fans and our supporters value that. And that's certainly something that we're going to try to reestablish with this team. If we can do that and we can get everybody to buy in, I feel like we can have a really good team and the sky's the limit for what the team might be able to accomplish. We're going to have to be fortunate not to lose key players at key positions, which, mm -hmm. you know, hasn't necessarily been so, so far. All right, but that's what we you know, is going to be a real key to the drill, too, because uh, there are just some positions and some players that are very difficult to replace. Well, Coach, listen, thank you so much for your time, as always, as we get the season going, and I hope you can hope you travel safely to Atlanta tomorrow. Well, and I, and I want everybody out there to know that we certainly appreciate all the support that you've given us, you know, through the years. You know, the players really appreciate it. Uh, they're going to appreciate a great crowd in Atlanta that's very supportive of them. The enthusiasm has always been great. Uh, the atmosphere that's created is one of the things that have made the team here what it is and uh, has also helped us continue to be able to recruit the kind of players that, you know, we need to have to be able to continue to have success. And our fans really contribute to that. So a great show of support in Atlanta will certainly be appreciated. And I hope it sustains the, se sustains the season with great enthusiasm. Amen to that. Coach, thanks a lot. Have a good night. Coach Nick Saban with us here as uh, Alabama Get set to uh, play the Duke Blue Devils Saturday. Again, our coverage will start at 11.30 in the morning, and uh, we'll be with you from Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Cecil Hurd, in the moment remaining to us, uh, the, the primary things you'll be looking for on Saturday, uh, is it the way the youngsters step up? Is that the key story? Sure, that's, that's part of it. Um, there's a new offensive coordinator. There's a, at least... My title, a new defensive coordinator, so right. a lot of the new things to look for there. And um, as always, David Cutcliffe will have his team prepared. They'll do. They'll, you know, they played Bama well in Durham until sure, the tide finally sure. warmed down. They'll, they'll be. Um, you know, they're certainly a, a well-coached team, and and uh, yeah, they certainly are a classy team. But but. Um, 
they'll try and take advantage of freshmen if they can. As they probably so, should, I guess. Sure, that would absolutely. be their approach. So. Well, listen, you travel safely as well. Thanks. We look forward to uh, reading your work on the website and in the paper. Cecil Hurt, the sports editor for the Tuscaloosa News. When we come back, we'll wind things down for a Thursday night here at Baumhauer's Victory Grill. But right now, these messages on the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Whoa. The moment my son saw a redwood tree. It's huge! Is the moment I knew that for him. You can't even see the top of that thing! Even the sky has no limit. There are some moments only the forest can inspire. Find yours at discovertheforest.org. Learn about forests near you and discover cool things to do when you go. Your moment is out there. Find it at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Jill, why don't you tell the class what you did this weekend? Well, my dad and I went in search of some magical minnows and found a zillion of them in the stream from our lookout rock. Then my sister and I escaped from an evil slug king and went back to my super twig fort for safety. Then we told stories till it got dark and the Big Dipper led us all the way home. Where were you, Jill? We went to the forest. It's not that far away. Ask your parents to take you and your friends to the forest this week. It's closer than you think. Check out discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Adopt US Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting A Teenager Learning the Lingo Hundo P. Hundo P. Adjective. Short for being 100% sure or certain. As in, if we get a puppy, I'll Hundo P. always walk it. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. Visit adoptuskids.org. Brought to you by the US Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt US Kids, and the Ad Council. A ranger station. I'd like to report a bear hug. Okay. I put out my campfire and Smokey Bear hugged me. So you drowned the fire, you stirred it, drowned it again, and felt that it was cold? Uh-huh. Yeah, he's just letting you know you did good. Bear hug from Smokey Bear. Status update. I'm gonna let you go now. There are many ways to start a fire, but one sure way to put it out. Learn how you can do your part at SmokeyBear.com. Sponsored by the U.S. Forest Service Ad Council and your state forester. The Walk of Champions, Denny Chimes, The Million Dollar Band. At Alabama, traditions run deep. Ford has a tradition too, building rugged, dependable trucks, including Ranger, with Ford Copilot 360 technology. Available driver assist features that give you the confidence to navigate crowded roads. You know, like Tuscaloosa on game day. See your local Ford dealer, proud sponsor of Alabama football. Driver assist features are supplemental. Do not replace the driver's attention, judgment, and the need to control the vehicle. You love Alabama football, but if you want to live Bama, subscribe to BamaInsider.com for exclusive access to the Crimson Tide. Get recruiting insight from Andrew Bone, who has an incredible 93.5% success rate at predicting commitments. Exclusive videos, Saban's presser, and in-depth news and analysis every day. Sign up today and use the promo code ROLLTIDE for 30 days free. Become a Bama Insider. Join today at BamaInsider.com. We are back here at Baumhauer's Victory Grill, and time now for our weekly feature, What's on Tap for the Crimson Tide. It's presented by Bud Light. Saturdays are better with a crisp Bud Light at your tailgate. Keep it crisp, Alabama. 
but please drink responsibly. What's on tap for the Tide is Saturday's season opener from Atlanta's Mercedes-Benz Stadium against the Duke Blue Devils. Our coverage will begin at 11.30 in the morning, Alabama time. Kickoff is set for 2.30 right here on the Crimson Tide Sports Network. And as you heard from the coach and from Cecil, it's going to be very, very interesting. A lot of youngsters out there uh, being... Uh, inserted into the lineup for a myriad of reasons, and it'll be most interesting to see how they do. Coverage starts at 11.30, kickoff at 2.30 on Saturday right here on the Crimson Tide Sports Network. And that's going to do it for Hey Coach and the Nick Saban Show. A big thank you to the folks here at Baumhauer's Victory Grill, the official watch party location for the Crimson Tide. Our uh, engineer here at Baumhauer's tonight has been Todd Robbins. He's in for Tom Stipe. Our studio engineer has been Marshall Griffin. He is in for Jerry Kelly. I'm Eli Gold. I'm here for myself. <laughs> I was able to show up along with the coach and Cecil Hurt from the Tuscaloosa News. And, of course, Nate Oates, the head basketball coach for the Tide, joined us earlier in the show. But for now, that's going to do it. We'll talk to you Saturday at 11.30 in the morning for the Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Until then, good night and roll time. Live from Baumhauer's Victory Grill in Tuscaloosa, this has been Hey Coach and the Nick Saban Show. Presented by Alpha Insurance. For auto, home, and life insurance, call Alpha. Hey Coach is also brought to you by Ford. For great offers on F-150, see your local Ford dealer. Proud sponsor of the Crimson Tide. Golden Flake, the official potato chip of the Alabama Crimson Tide. Coca-Cola, share a Coke. Chick-fil-A, the Chick-fil-A restaurants in Alabama are proud partners of the Crimson Tide. Toyota, visit your local Toyota dealer today. Toyota, let's go places. And bye. Bud Light, this football season, keep it crisp with Bud Light. The preceding has been a Learfield IMG College presentation of the Crimson Tide Sports Network.